God is with you. Let us pray. God of freedom, your beloved meets us where we are, immersed in the flow of life. By his humility and solidarity, raise us from fear and guilt. May the ark of the Spirit's flight make us a people of peace. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. In the agricultural interior of Queensland, Australia, a family called the Websters operate a cattle ranch. And one night during the calving season of 2015, a Brahmin heifer died while giving birth. Her calf lived. And to assure the calf's survival, the Websters brought the female calf indoors and fed her with a bottle. She slept with the farm dogs. The family named this Brahmin calf Beryl. As Beryl grew, she became accustomed to life with the family and with the dogs. She followed the dogs and the Webster family everywhere they went. She would even like play fetch and run around with the dogs. She'd go inside the house with them and sit on the couch. To all observers, Beryl thought she was a dog. But she was no lap dog. She was no little pet. She was a Brahmin cow. Adult Brahmin cattle average 1,000 to 1,400 pounds. Eventually, Beryl and the Webster family had to acknowledge the truth about who Beryl was. Today, we read a passage that orients us to a similar truth about who we are, who Jesus is, and who God is. Let's take a step back and find out where we are in this new year and in this new season. When we left off with Matthew's account of Jesus' life, Jesus had just been born. Today we flash forward 30 years. 30 years! The late great John Prine has a song called Jesus, The Missing Years. He says it was inspired by a conversation at a party in which somebody mentioned that there is no record of Jesus from ages 12 to 30. And John Prime was like, nobody knew what he was doing? And they said, nobody. To which John Prime said, one of the most influential and controversial figures in the history of humankind, and nobody knows where he was for 18 years. I snuck away for a fishing trip with this waitress once. And by the time we got back to Nashville, everybody knew where we were. With no mention of the missing years, Matthew jumps right from birth to baptism. Jesus is a grown man and has found his way out to John by the Jordan River. 
John has been working hard. He has rallied a crowd to his Riverside ministry. John was famous, which is why this scene matters in Matthew. Matthew is saying, Jesus, this guy with the missing years, is bigger than John, the famous guy. Fine, that's the essence of this first part of the passage. The next part is what stands the test of time and has the potential to change who we are and how we live. Jesus comes out of the water. Water, the medium of life on earth, the primary component of our bodies. This moment is grounded in water. Out of the water, the heavens are opened. Not clouds parting, but eternity is unveiled before Jesus. The kingdom of God is opened. And the Spirit of God descends like a dove. Have you ever watched a dove land? It's crazy. It's almost out of control. They come in really hot, flapping wings and gyrating so frantically that they let out little noises. And then suddenly they land and they look so peaceful. The Spirit of God is like that. In my life, the Spirit shows up like that that wild unpredictable astonishing in the depths of disturbance and peace invariably the spirit shakes me out of a state of numb unawareness i'm going about my life as if i were a dog but i'm really a brahmin bull On Friday, the liturgical calendar shifted to the season of Epiphany. As the name suggests, Epiphany is a time of revelation, inspiration, and realization. Epiphany is a time when we as a church realize who Christ is. In this passage, 30 years have passed in numb unawareness about who Jesus is. Until now, until the clarity of this moment in which the veil between us and love eternal is torn open and the divine voice says, this is my beloved child with whom I am well pleased. It's the ultimate statement of parental affirmation. My child whom I love with whom I am well pleased. Notice that Jesus hasn't done anything. He hasn't healed the sick, brought good news, died on the cross, or been resurrected. Jesus has been missing. He's been living quietly under the radar of history for 30 years. This divine affirmation and love are not based on what Jesus does. As a parent, that rings true. 
I love my children not for what they do, but simply for who they are, for being themselves. Yes, I love the violin recitals, the artwork on the fridge, the good report cards, but what matters is my children themselves. I love them, not because of what they do. In psychology, one of the fundamental concepts of human development is attachment theory. Modern attachment theory is based on three principles. Number one, bonding is an intrinsic human need. Number two, attachment encourages regulation of emotion and fear, which enhance vitality. Number three, attachment promotes adaptiveness and growth. Securely attached adults have been linked to high achievement and low fear of failure. They positively approach a task with the goal of mastering it and have an appetite for exploration in achievement settings. Securely attached adults have a low level of personal distress and high levels of concern for others. In other words, securely attached people are more able to love God and neighbor. Jesus' identity is formed in secure attachment. This is my child whom I love, with whom I am well pleased. Jesus is formed in love, by love, and for love. Love is who Jesus is, the child of love eternal. So many things try to define us. Accomplishments, beauty, clothing, wealth, status, things we buy or read. But who are we? We are not economic cattle, consumers frantically searching for new things to buy to fill our need for love. We are not numbers in someone else's quest for success and dominance. We are not defined by the beauty of our bodies, the prominence of our degrees or accomplishments, or the numbers in our bank account. We are children of God, children of love eternal. When we ground our lives in that truth, when we are securely attached to love, we are able to live into our baptismal covenant to respect the dignity of every human being. We do not turn our backs on our siblings, on the 160,000 unhoused Californians who are enduring this rain or the 8% of the population who identify as LGBTQ are siblings, many of whom have been rejected by their parents. We do not turn our backs on Mother Nature, on this planet, as climate change brings turmoil and uncertainty to the future of life on Earth. In 2019, devastating floods struck in northern Queensland, more than 500,000 head of stock died. Beryl the Brahmin was one of the few cattle that survived. 
She also survived two difficult births, not unlike the birth that killed her mother. Beryl the Brahmin was not a dog. She was not a pet. She was a survivor. And so are we. We are beloved children of God, ready and able to endure the changes ahead of us and to follow wherever love will take us. Because that is who we are. We are children of love eternal. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.